Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Mem Rabbi Avram Goldhai, and today we're Daf Mem Dod, the fourth parak Rub Varaba. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rish Lankish said, "Kohanim Bali Mumi Nichnasim Bein Ulam Mizbeach Kedelat Seitz Varaba." Blemish Kohanim may enter the area between the Ulam and the Mizbeach in order to fulfill the Chiyuv of Varaba. Rashi explains that even though they are generally forbidden to enter this area, Rish Lankish holds that they are Chayv in Varaba. Therefore, they also take the Arava in hand and crowd in among the Kohanim to make the way around the Mizbeach. Rabbi Yochanan asks, "Who said this?" Which is understood to mean. Who said that the Chiyuv is fulfilled with Natila by taking the Arava and walking around the Mizbech, in which case Kohanim Bali Mumi would have to do it as well? Perhaps it's fulfilled with the Zakifa by standing the Aravas up at the sides of the Mizbech, in which case it can be performed by one Kohen on behalf of all the others. And even if you say that it must be performed with Natila, who said that it must be performed by Kohanim Bali Mumi? Dilma B'tamimi, perhaps is only performed by Amblamish Kohanim. Tosos explains that it's reasonable that the Halakha of Sinai only applies to those that are fit for Avodah. Point number two, regarding the Chiyuv of Arava, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yishuv and Levi disagree. One said that the Arava obligation is Yisod Nevim, an enactment of the Nevim. And the other says that it is a Minag Nevim, a custom of the Nevim. Rashi explains that the Yisod Nevim means that it was enacted by the latter prophets, Chagai Zechari Malachi, who instituted a number of rabbinic enactments during the time of the Anshikanesa Gadola. Minag means that they merely institute the customary performance of the Arava ceremony. The nafka meaning between them is that there is no bracha for a Minag since the word Bitsivanu, who is commanded us, cannot be said. It can be recited in the case of Yusod since listening to the Rabbanan is a mitzvah from the Torah. The one goes on to clarify that Rabbi Yochanan holds that the Arava ceremony in the base of Migdash is halach of Moshe Misinai, whereas the Aravas done in the provinces on the seventh day is an enactment of the Nevi'im. And point number three, Rabbi Yami said, the Arava requires a minimum shira and it may only be taken alone, and a person cannot fulfill his chiv with the Arava that's in the Luv. Rashi explains it must be taken alone with nothing else bound to it, so that it will be apparent that it's being taken to fulfill the mitzvah of Arava. When there were questions Rabbi Ami's need to state that it cannot be taken with the Luv, given that he already said that it must be taken alone, it answers that if he had only said that it must be taken alone, one might have thought that this is in a case where one did not lift the luv once and then lift it again. But where one lifted the luv once and then lifted it again, Lushema Rava, perhaps Rabbi Ami's rule does not apply. Therefore, Rabbi Ami is coming to teach that even in this manner, the chiv cannot be fulfilled with the Arava in the luv. But Rav Chisit said in the name of Yitzchak, Adam Yotzeh A person may fulfill his chiv with the Arava that is in the luv, that is, provided that he lifted it two times. So once again, the three points are number one, Reish Lakish said, Blemish Kohanim may enter the area between the Ulam and the Mizbeach in order to fulfill the Chiyubah of Arava. Rashi explains that even though they are generally forbidden to enter this area, Reish Lakish holds that they are Chayv in Arava, therefore they also take the Arava in hand and crowd in among the Kohanim to make their way around the Mizbeach. Rabbi Yochanan asks, who said this, which is understood to mean, who said that the Chiyub is fulfilled with Natila by taking the Arava and walking around the Mizbeach? In which case, Kohanim Bali Mumin would have to do it as well. Perhaps it's fulfilled with Zakifa by standing the Aravas up at the sides of the Mizbech, in which case it can be performed by one Kohan on behalf of all the others. And even if you say that it must be performed with Natila, who said that it must be performed by Kohanim Bali Mumin? Dilma Batamimi, perhaps it's only performed by Amblamish Kohanim. Tosos explains that it's reasonable that the Halakha Moshe Misinai only applies to those that are fit for Avoda. Point number two, regarding the Arava obligation, Rabbi Yochim of Yeshua ben Levi disagreed. One said that the Arava obligation is Yesod Nevim, an enactment of the Nevim, and the other said it's Minhag Nevim, a custom of the Nevim. 
Rashi explains that a Yisod Navi means that it was enacted by the latter prophets, Chagai Zechari Malachi, who instituted a number of rabbinic enactments during the time of the Anshikanesis Agadola. Menag means that they merely institute the customary performance of the Arava ceremony. The nafkamina between them is that there is no bracha for a Minhag Navim, since the word Vitzivanu, who is commanded us, cannot be said. It can be recited in the case of Yesod Navim, since listening to the Rabban is a mitzvah from the Torah. The Gemara goes on to clarify that Rabbi Yochanan holds that the Arava ceremony in the base of Migdash is Halachal Moshe Misinai, whereas the Aravas done the provinces on the seventh day is the Yesod Navim, an enactment of the Navim. And point number three, Rabbi Yami said, a rav atzrichashiur ve'enot nitelas el bifnei atzma ve'en adam yotzi de'echovasa ba'rava shibaluach. The rav requires a minimum shear, and it may only be taken alone. And a person cannot fulfill his chiyuv with the rav that is in the lulav. Rashi explains that it must be taken alone with nothing else bound to it, so that it will be apparent that it is being taken to fulfill the mitzvah of a rav. When the Gemara questions Rabbi Ami's need to state that it cannot be taken with the Luv, given that he already said it must be taken alone, it answers that if he had only said that it must be taken alone, one might have thought that this is in a case where one did not lift the Luv once and then lift it again, but where one lifted the Luv once and then lifted it again with Shema Rava, perhaps Rabbi Ami's rule does not apply. Therefore, Rabbi Ami is coming to teach that even in this manner, the Chiyuv cannot be fulfilled with the Rava in the Luv. But Rav Chisa said in the name of Rabbi Yitzchak, a person may fulfill his chiyuv with the arava that is in the luv, that is, provided that he lifted it two times. All right, so now we go to our simmer daf mem dalad, and our standard simon is mud. Mud. So here goes. The Kohen Balmum, with mud on his garments, was dreaming of the day that he'd be able to take the aravas around the Mizbeach, as he held the aravas on the seventh day in a shul, according to the Minag Navim, making sure not to take the aravas in his luv. Once again, it's motion. The Kohen Balmum with mud on his garments. Mud? That must be more in Duff. Memdalad. The Kohen Balmum with mud on his garments was dreaming of the day that he'd be able to take the Aravas around the Mizbeach, which reminds us that Samachus Vishwakish Rabbi Yochanan, whether Kohanim Balmum may enter the area between the Ulam and the Mizbeach in order to fulfill the Chiyuv of Aravah, even though it's generally forbidden for them to do so the rest of the year. So the Kohen Balmum with mud on his garments was dreaming the day that he'd be able to take the Aravas around the Mizbeach, as he held the Aravas on the seventh day in a shul, according to the Minhag Navim, which reminds us, it's a Malchus Rabbi Yochan Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, whether the Aravas is the Yesod Navim or a Minhag Navim. Rashi explains that a Yesod Navim means that it was enacted by the latter prophets, Chagai Zechariah Malachi, who instituted a number of rabbinic enactments during the time on the Anshei Knesset Minhag Navim means that they merely institute the customary performance of the Aravas ceremony. The nafkamina between them is that there is no bracha for Minag Navim, since the word Vitzivanu, who has commanded us, cannot be said. So the Kohen Balmum with mud on his garments was dreaming of the day that he'd be able to take the Aravas around the Mizbeach, as he held the Aravas on the seventh day in a shul according to the Minag Navim, making sure not to take the Aravas in his lulav. Which reminds us, Rabbi Ami said that the Arava requires a minimum shear and it may only be taken alone, and a prisoner cannot fulfill his chiv with the Arava that is in the Lulav. Rabbi Ami is coming to teach that even if the prison took the Arava in his Lulav once and then lifted it again, Hashem Arava, he would not be Yotze. But Rav Chisin, the name of Rabbi Yitzhak, disagrees and says that he would be Yotze. So once again, the Kohen Balmum, with mud on his garments, was dreaming of the day that he'd be able to take the Aravas around the Mizbeach, as he held the Aravos on the seventh day in a shul, according to the Minag Navim, making sure not to take the Aravos in his lulav. All right, now it's time for a four-blah-bah chazara. Daf Mem, so the Simmer Daf Mem is a swimming pool. So here goes. The lifeguard who used a lulav broom with Gnusha Shvis to sweep around the pool deck. Pool? That must be on Daf Mem.
The lifeguard who used the lulo broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck, which reminds us, the Gemara notes that the reason a lulo may be purchased from an Amar's during Shemitah is because it's a product of the sixth year that entered the seventh, which implies, had the Shviz, Kadosh, that a lulo that is a product of the seventh year has Kedusha Shviz. Why should this be so? A lulo is mere wood, not produce, and wood has no Kedusha Shviz. The Gemara answers that the Pusik states the produce of the land during Shviz says, Lechem Lachla, for you to eat. Lechem Dumya de Lachla. The larger uses permitted by Lechem must be similar to those of the phrase Lachlad. This teaches that the uses are permitted are only Mishahan Aso Ubiiro Shava, those whose benefit coincides with the consumption of the produce. This would exclude wood from Kedusha Shviz, whose benefit comes after its consumption, meaning when it's already reduced to coals. Alulav's typical use as a broom has its benefit and consumption, meaning it gets worn down, at the same time making it subject to Kedusha Shviz. So the lifeguard who used a lua broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck found monies with Kedusha Shviz, which reminds us we have a malchus regarding Kedusha Shviz attaching onto money. Rabbi Lazar said, Ein Shviz mischalelis el aderech mekach. Shemitah produce cannot be mischalelis, meaning imparted its Kedusha to money or produce exchange for it except by way of purchase. Rabbi Yochanan said, Ben derech mekach, ben derech it can be imparted both by way of purchase and by way of chilu. Rashi explains that one would say this produce should be mukhulaling onto these monies. The Gemara brings the respective psukim that support each position. So the lifeguard who used a lula broom with Kedusha Shviz to sweep around the pool deck found monies with Kedusha Shviz, right next to a poor Shemitah violator who was trying to sell his metaltalin to some of the pool guests. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, what then does Rabbi Yochan do with the Pasuk Kisimchru Mimkar, when you shall make a sale, and answers that he needs it for the source of the teaching of Yossi Bar For Rabbi Sattar, Rabbi Yossi Bar said, Bo'orei kamakasha avakusho shviz. Come and see how harsh is the dust of the prohibition of shviz. For a man does business with the produce of the Shemitah year, hoping to profit thereby, in the end, poverty will force him to sell his metaltalim v'kelim. Daf Memov. So the similar Daf Memov is a grandma. So here goes. The grandma, grandma. That must be one Daf Memov. The grandma who loved to seek out ways to do a Zechel Mikdash proudly benched Lulav for seven days straight. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Barishona Yeluv Nito Bemikdash Shiva. Originally, in the days of the base of Mikdash, Lulav was taken the temple all seven days of Sukkot and the provinces on only one day being the first day. When the base of Mikdash was destroyed, Rabbi Yochum and Zakai Institute that will be taken in the provinces all seven days of Sukkot, Zechel Mikdash, as a remembrance of the base of Mikdash. They weren't asked for the source that were been to make a Zechel Mikdash, and Rabbi Yochum said that states in Yermio, Tzion he Dorsh Einla, saying, She is Tzion, there is none who seek her. From the words Dorsh Einla, there is none who seek her, Makal the boy Drisha, it's implied that she requires seeking. Rabbi Yochum and Zakai determined that the way to fulfill this is through performing the mitzvah of the way it was done in the base of Mikdash. So the grandma who left to seek out ways to do a zechel and mikdash proudly benched Lulav for seven days straight and gave her special chadash bowl as a gift to friends to be used after the 16th, which reminds us. The mission say the Rum Yochum and Zake also institute Shi'ig Yom Henef Kula Asr, that the entire day of waving, referring to the wave of the Omer, should be forbidden for eating from Chadash, the new crop of grain. But she explains that when the Omer is brought, Chadash is only permitted afterwards, but when there's no base in Migdash and Omer offering, it's permitted immediately upon daybreak of the 16th. The Gemara teaches that we're not from Yochum and Zake's institution in the time when there will be a base in Migdash. People will think that it's permitted at daybreak since the previous year it was permitted then. The Gemara seeks to clarify the day Rabbi Yochum and Zaka was concerned that the temple would be rebuilt and concludes that the case is when the temple was rebuilt the night of the 16th 
or just before Shkia on the 15th, which might cause a delay for it to be brought on the 16th. Rashi clarifies that even though the temple is not permitted to be rebuilt at night or on Yantiv, the restrictions only apply to human construction. However, by Shrishi will miraculously descend intact from Shemaim, as it says in the Pasuk, Mikdash Hashem Konu Yadecha, the Mikdash, my master, that your hand established. So the grandma who have to seek out ways to do a Zechel Mikdash proudly benched the for seven days straight and gave her special Chadish bowl as a gift to friends to be used after the 16th, on condition they return it. Which reminds us, a rice was brought that states that a prisoner cannot fulfill his chiyub of luv on the first day of Yantav with his friend's luv, Elin Kenasna Luv Matana, unless the latter gave it to him as a gift, and brings an instant where Gamliel was traveling in a boat with other rabban and gave his luv worth a thousand zuz to the other rabban to use, each one gifting the luv to the next one, and then Rabbi Kiva, who used the last, returned it. The Tan's coming to teach that Matana Almanaz Lachsir Matana, a gift granted on condition that be returned, is legally considered a gift. Rabbi taught that if one did not return the luv afterwards, he has not fulfilled his chiyuv. Since he didn't fulfill the condition, it's clarified retroactively that the gift was void, and then he used a stolen luv. Daf Membeis. So the similar Daf Membeis is a mobster. So here goes. The mobster. Mobster. That must be one Daf Membeis. The mobster was poked by the man who inadvertently carried his luv upside down as he walked into Jews of Rabin, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi said that if the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos and one inadvertently carried his luv into Jews of Rabin, he's not chayvachatas because he carried it out with permission to do a mitzvah. Rashi explains that he was preoccupied in doing a mitzvah, thinking about it and rushing to do it. And Rabbi Yossi holds, the Torah Bidvar Mitzvah is pater. Abai said the mission refers only to where he's not yet fulfilled his chiyuv of luv at the time he carries it out, but if he had, he would be chayv. Abai said this would be in a case where one inverted it, meaning he picked up the luv upside down. Rava said you may even say where he did not invert it, rather it would be where he carried it out in a kli. And even though Rava is the one who holds that's only when it's derech kavod, not derech bezayon, in a disrespectful way. So the mobs who was poked by the man who inadvertently carried his luv upside down as he walked into Rishus Rabim got poked again by kids passing by, who were shaking their lulavim while singing towards Sivulana Moshe, which reminds us, the next mission of states, A child who knows how to weigh the lulav is chayv in the mitzvah. In addition, the brights are taught that the child knows how to wrap himself, he's chayv in tzitzes. If he knows how to guard the kedusha of tefillin properly, his father buys tefillin for him. And if he knows how to talk, his father teaches him Torah and Kriyashma. The asks, what is meant here by Torah? And Reb Hamnuna said it means that father teaches the child the Pasuk of Torah Tzivon Moshe, Marashi Kiyos Yaakov. And Kriyashma here means Pasuk Rishon, the first Pasuk. So the mobster was poked by the man who inadvertently carried his luv upside down as he walked into Shushu Rabim, got poked again by kids passing by, who were shaking their lulavim while singing towards Tzivon Moshe as they headed Daladamas towards the neighborhood Baki to learn the Halachos. Which reminds us that we learned the Chiyuv of Luv is not Docha Shabbos, it falls on the final six days of Sukkot. Then when asked why should be forbidden to take a Luv in the base of Mikdash, it's still to Ba'amahu Vlitchi Shabbos. The only concern is handling the Luv, which is a Muxa prohibition, and since it doesn't involve the Raisa, let this mitzvah be Docha Shabbos. Rabbi answer Gezer Shemitlana Biyadov, Yelach Eitzobaki Lumo. The Rabban Ragozer against taking a Luv on Shabbos, lest one take it in his hand and go to an expert to learn the Halachos, Viyavi Renu Arba Amos Bishus of Rabbim, and invertently will carry it Dalad Amos in Bishus of and the Gemara adds that this is the same reason against blowing the shofar on a Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos, and for the decree against reading the Megillah on a Purim that falls on Shabbos. Daf Mem Gimel. So the Simmer Daf Mem Gimel is a magazine. So here goes. The Sukkot Magazine. Magazine. That must be more in Daf Mem Gimel.
The Sukkot magazine found by a yid cutting a lulav off the tree on Shabbos, which reminds us, Rebbe Yezer holds that lulav a komakshir of dochens and Shabbos. The mitzvah of lulav and all its preliminaries are dochens Shabbos based on the pasuk b'yom b'afil b'shabbos. Makshir lulav include activities such as cutting the lulav from a tree or binding with the other meaning. The rabban who prohibit makshir lulav on Shabbos learned from the pasuk b'yom that the mitzvah of lulav is only by day and not at night. So the Sukkot magazine found by a yid cutting a lulav off the tree on Shabbos featured a cover story on why Arabos are Dochus Shabbos on the seventh day, which reminds us Rabbi Yochanan said the reason that the Arabos ceremony is done on the seventh day is in order to publicize the fact that it's a Daraisa. There's not a Gezerah prohibiting it unless one carry a Dalanamos into Rishas Rabbin like there is for Luv, since Shulchei Basin bring the branches of the Temple courtyard every Shabbos and the mitzvah is then done by only the Kohanim, whereas Luv is given to everyone to do and therefore there's a greater likelihood that one will inadvertently transgress. So the Sukkot magazine found by Yid cutting a lulav off the tree on Shabbos featured a cover story on why Arabos are Dochus Shabbos on the seventh day, with a picture of Kohanim taking the Arabos in hand and then placing them around the Mizbeach, which reminds us. The Gemara brings Malchokas regarding how the Arabos ceremony is done. Rav Yosef holds the whole ceremony is done at Bezekifa by standing the Arabos up around the Mizbeach. Abai holds that the ceremony first entails Natila, taking the Arabos in hand and circling the Mizbeach, which is then followed by Zakifa standing the branches up around the Mizbech. Abai brings a proof that it was first done with Natila based on the incident with the Baitosin. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.